I am about to jump in and I'm not going to say hello beautiful people because I'm not tele. But <laughs> my name is Mr. Waliwal and welcome to Pant Republic. What's and uh, with me my regular um, my regular partner in crime. You know what it is. We are missing Tele for a second episode and we miss him so much. So much, man. So Tele, you need to be back for the last episode of the year. Exactly. What do we do? Eh? We love you, brother. So, Giuseppe. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? I'm always here. Always ready. Always ready to talk about With the velvet is smooth. <laughs> eh? Feel the vibes. You have to. And we have a special guest. Because we've had, as I said the last time, footballing a lot <laughs> in our midst. He's here in the spirit realm. We've had Chelsea fan. But... When we did the poll, the poll said number one um, group of fans in Nigeria is Manchester, um, is um, Chelsea. Chelsea? Chelsea, you know, based on, they are, they are they own the streets, no <laughs> doubt about that. <laughs> yeah. They own the streets. And the number two group is represented by myself and my dear uh, co-presenter. The only group that matters. The only, well, let us not because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here being part of you know some kind of neutrality has to be <laughs> yeah, involved I'm partial, yeah say. but you you are openly openly partial very, very but in our midst we have a representative of the number three most popular epl team in nigeria according to love football uh pool and uh is an arsenal fan <laughs> welcome my man alfred yeah, thanks for the warm welcome, Ali. And Giuseppe's not too warm welcome, but we're here. <laughs> and um, I'm glad to be here. Shout out to Kanoni Wanko also for getting love Nigeria to follow the beautiful club. Yeah, so Papilo. Is there? Yeah, so Papilo, he did a madness in the in the early 2000s. Really made us proud. And uh, tell us a little bit about your experiences. How did you become an Arsenal fan? Okay, that's when did that start? <laughs> Tell us about your journey with us now. Yeah, I want exactly. to hear a little why, bit why, from why you. Why would you do that to yourself? Uh, that's a good question. Um, Giuseppe, no violence. Um, growing up in my life, I grew up in Nigeria and I grew up in London. And uh, in London, I grew up in a place called Mayhill. That's not West 7. So I grew up in not London. So I, by default, I was going to be Arsenal or Tottenham. And my neighborhood is more of Arsenal. My older cousins, everything is Arsenal. So... I mean, I just, by default, just fell in love with Arsenal. I don't know what the first game That was it. So what was your first game, Arsenal game you watched? The first Arsenal game I can remember because of age. The first Arsenal game I can really remember was the game where, <clears throat> one of the earlier memories of Arsenal I have was definitely the game where Kanu scored the hat-trick against Chelsea. Ah! Because um, that game was like, it was monumental in my home in London. Like, because just for the Arsenal fans and then the pride of being a Nigerian, hmm. like the house was exploding. Like, you know how Nigerians I, 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 actually, Papilo, Papilo. I actually remember, I'm not even an Arsenal fan, but I actually I mean, felt... Patriotism. Because <laughs> it, it was a lovely hat-trick. Like, there was a variety mm. about the goals. You remember that tight angle one? As in, Acute. he dribbled. Who was he? He dribbled. Yeah, yeah, was it the keeper? Or is, uh, he took he him at the... I'm not sure if I'm right. I'm not going to remember. Some Chelsea uh, ring back then. Yeah, he took him uh, off. Yeah. 
he removed the guy from the equation basically deleted him yeah so then he now did so kanu shout out to kanu yeah. and uh, tell me your experience then was definitely a positive one cuz Arsenal were winning right yeah the demise of the club choi so tell us about that tell us about the roller coaster of emotions ah uh, yeah well, like um since I'm um, you know pleasure to be surrounded by united fans i'll use the gary neville quotes first of all Arsenal has the most loyal fans in english premier league shout out gary neville mm. <laughs> and um okay, yes, when, when <laughs> Well, well, sorry, trouble in the do, camp. Do, do trouble they, in the do camp. They? United Legends. <laughs> no, he's beefing his United Legends. A bit of trouble in the camp. But yeah, um, I mean, for us though, it was, it was amazing as well as us because we were winning things. It was always a competition. I mean, we, even United fans, remember there was a culture of Arsenal and Man always fighting for first. Yeah, man. Always first and second. Like, it didn't uh, last long, though. It didn't, it didn't last long. It was an era where it was always that. It was Vanistore Henry. It was Roy Keane, Vieira. It was yeah. everyone in every position, literally. It was really good for football. And then, you know, we just had a time where it just seemed like the club was just working for finance, basically. And was Wenger still your coach then? Yeah, Wenger was is the most successful Arsenal coach. And he actually was the one who carried us through a lot of pain as well, sadly. <laughs> you know, yeah. the, the ones you love most, they hurt you the most yep. too. Yep. Mm. But with Wenger, you know, he, he, he hurts a lot. But when you... Peep, when you go back and try and like, you know, you say you do some more research, you go look at things, like you realize that this guy actually gave his all. He turned down coaching France twice, turned down coaching Real Madrid, coached down coaching a lot of clubs just to coach <laughs> Arsenal. So no, but, uh, England job as well. People forget that even England offered him a job. Arsenal Arsenal is um, one of the establishment teams of uh, English English League. Arsenal have not been relegated along with Everton. Yeah. Though they were relegated in well, India. Well, the world knows his stuff, man. I, the like, year, I like the history. The, the, year Arsenal, the year Arsenal was actually supposed to get relegated <clears throat> was the year of World War II. Exactly. So, um, because of that, just like the pandemic, they had to cancel <laughs> many things. And then Arsenal ended up having the season cancelled. And then they had mm-hmm. the pleasure of not being relegated. So, they still have that. But Everton is the one that has the legit... Um, yeah, there's no yeah. story. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to know because, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm just here trying not to give you the, the vibes that I want to that I usually give us now fans, and, mm-hmm. and I just want to really hear like, yeah, like what do you really feel like has been the high point of your supporting Arsenal? Oh, definitely on being season. Definitely, like it's it's amazing. Like Arsenal fans still say that up to now. Like if you want to banter another person, like it's your trophy gold. We're the only team with an 18 karat gold Premier League trophy. It has to be the highlight of my life. Winning, winning the Premier. We all know how hard the Premier League is. Because of unbeaten, right? Yeah, I mean, in any sport, to win a league as competitive as the Premier League. Premier League is not something that you say, oh, then it was easy. It gets harder every season. Mm. So it's still the epitome. I mean, United have come close, Chelsea have come close, and I've been shitting bricks. I think another I team did. Yeah. Another team did an Preston, unbeaten season. Preston not end. No, no, no one has ever Norwich, done. No one. No one has ever done an unbeaten season outside sure. Arsenal. In the Prem. In the, in the Prem. Prem. Okay, yeah. but in other European uh, leagues. It's probably, yeah. Probably 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 probably. <laughs> but yeah. I remember, was it not Juve? Juve had an unbeaten season. Oh, okay, it's possible. But yeah, I mean, that is the highlight. Well, uh, if we are talking about that, guess what? The record for the longest um, away unbeaten streak. 
was done by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, yeah, I found that out in his farewell, uh, farewell interview. I, I don't think a lot of United fans watched it. I think they were fed up with him. But I had the time to, <laughs> I had the time to watch it. And he actually was calling a few of his accolades. Apparently, you guys called on some of the quickest goals in the Champions League as well, or something like yeah, that. But who cares, man? I'm sorry. <laughs> I just have his activated now. Who cares? He really hates the guy. And it's not like I hate him, but none of these things matter, man. Like, we come from pedigree and that all these nameless stats and all that that you don't get trophies for. Mm-hmm. Like, who cares? Okay. Giuseppe, please. Keep. So we have we have a footballing halot somewhere saying something. No, I think I'm hearing it somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I okay, think, I think you guys should tread. Mind you to tread carefully yo, before they go and hire another mistake. No, but nobody is hiring Carrick. Okay, we already yeah, hired okay. Ralph. Is Carrick part of Ralph? And we're going to get to that. Nope. But guys, let okay, me circle. Okay, yeah. Let me circle back to um, what we were Arsenal saying, which is that. Your top um, Arsenal, uh, moment. Arsenal moment was the unbeaten season. Yeah, I mean, for, as an Arsenal fan, there are a lot. There's the unbeaten season. There's obviously being united in the FA Cup finals. Obviously winning the Premier ah! League in Old Trafford. That are you was mad? A painful with one. and Wilton scoring. Are you oh. having a laugh? So, <laughs> can you notice that some of the greatest <laughs> feelings for Arsenal fans are in connection with Man United? Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, because they I, love hating Man United. Look, you know the funny thing about Arsenal fans? I don't really think we obviously Arsenal fans and my fans hate each other. There's there's no no go hide that one. We know like I don't so. hate you. <laughs> well, you're my brusky though. Uh-huh. But but I think Arsenal fans and my fans have a bit of whatever you call it football rivalry. We had we had a now, sibling rivalry. Yeah, we had sibling rivalry. It's gone, all but gone now. Yes, I don't bro. think it is, man. In I fact, I'm so chummy with some of my Arsenal friends. But we just I've had so many heated arguments wow. with Arsenal. Amaz- amazing start. Amazing start. But we just beat Amazing start. What did he say? Arsenal has not beaten my Shetik Bar trophy. Use it, go and collect money in the bank. <laughs> What's this guy saying? The thing is, the thing is, I feel like it's sad, but like I, as I touched on at the start, Arsenal and Manu were the top two for a good amount of time. It was top football. And now it's we're not the top two, but I still think that Arsenal Manu match is actually still a big deal to it the It is, fans. man. It is a I mean, I watched, the, I watched the game from an Arsenal fans perspective. And Yesterday I, I was honestly, big. And I honestly say that United fans were more, United were more hungry in that game. Yeah, because... What, like, the, I don't think it has to do with that. So it has to do with hunger. So we are, we are, we are, we are, it's like we are trying to jump into the, the, the Okay, no, let's stay on track. Let, let's do it, man. Yeah, but before we jump into that, let me just say that this podcast is brought to us by lovefootball.ng. And lovefootball.ng is a community where fans can get updated, connected, and rewarded based on their passion for football. We have a daily fantasy football platform, and you can enter matches and win cash. And you can play for free, and you can play with your friends. You can create your own contest with as many people as you like, head-to-head or in groups. And um, it's something that once you get on it, you're going to have a lot of great experiences connecting with a lot of fans and making some money. Cash, baby. Yeah. So uh, with that being said, shout out to Love Football. Um, let's jump into the big game yesterday. Yeah. A lot of um, things went on, but I want to hear from Giuseppe, first and foremost, yeah. about number one incident. That goal, the first Arsenal goal by Smith Smitty, Smitty 10. Giuseppe, <laughs> what do you feel about that? Um, I was just annoyed, man. I just thought the way 
the hair if the hair my thing was do who hair. are you annoyed with i'm yeah. annoyed with the hair i'm fred you're annoyed with the hair yes. where fred is shooting friendly fire injuring his own yeah, teammate he's not but he <laughs> okay. wasn't so he wasn't injured i want to hear from well, Giuseppe. he wasn't injured then i will hear from affecting his own player before his cross yeah okay so my thing is mm-hmm. i think the hair stayed down because he's a keeper he's meant to be afforded a certain level of protection yes. and he also didn't know that it was fred who stamped on his foot so he felt like true he didn't know if it was if it's most likely the opposition player so let me go down because this should be our, our free kick anyway um but what he didn't know was that it was fred who stood on his foot and him being down for that long allowed obviously allowed smith to score which the goal should have stand stood sorry um but my thing is that if De Gea didn't know that it was Fred, if he if he knew that it was Fred, he would have saved that that shot. He would have powered even if he was in pain. He would have powered through to save that shot mm. because the ball wasn't in danger. Um, so it was just an annoying goal to concede. But it's like whatever. It's Interesting goal, perspective. Whatever. Nice one, Giuseppe. Okay, yeah. Alfred. Let me hear from you. Uh, funny enough, I actually agree with him. I think he didn't know it was Fred. I reckon if he knew it was Fred, he would have actually played through the pain because it wasn't going to be a complicated save. But then again, I mean, I mean, a big shout out to Spiro because, like they say in Nigeria, play to whistle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, <laughs> if you, you play do, football you in Nigeria, that's all the catchphrases. Yeah. That's why you can't be mad at the whistle. Mm-hmm. Because in all facts, we are watching my boys, and that that was never going to be a foul to United as far yeah. as Fred that done it. it so it's a league, it's a legitimate goal. It's an ugly goal. But in football, we all know we ride our luck. Ugly <laughs> so, goals count the same as beautiful goals, man. Exactly. Well okay. said, Giuseppe. Okay. Well said. Well so said. let me let me give well you said. my um my own take on this. So if a goalkeeper is injured, I believe that that is a game stoppable or game stopping incident. An injury to a goalkeeper because of the impact of a goalkeeper in, in an empty net is just so easy to score. Um now i hear you guys both of you said if he knew it was fred if he knew it was fred meaning that there seems to be some relevance or significance to the fact that he was injured by fred of course but the thing is teammates even even to the ref (laughs) it has a huge by the letter of the law but the thing is uh, he was injured he was injured does it matter who injured him It'd be yes. like saying Matawale For was. me, yes. that was the issue. Like, okay, he's injured. But wait. Does it matter wait. who injured him? But wait, if his head was bleeding, if his head was split and bleeding, they would it matter who broke his head? Probably get a card. Wait, Wale, I'm sorry, but what you're saying does... Dude, they don't stop the game for Wale's every injury. destroying me, man. They don't stop the game for every injury. We know that as a fact. So why would why should this one be any different from any other injury that they? I I get you for? I get you. This but you incident. you you just said something now, so you can't. I'm sorry, you can't take me back. You can't speak on that because you said just now that eh, because he knew he was Fred. You are even talking about his own perspective. Yeah, because he stood a, up and so he was fine. Can it be my Yoruba? Had it been he knew my English that it was Fred. That stamped on him, he would have chested it uh, to continue. I, I actually, like I said, I yes. agree with Giuseppe on that. Like, yes. I like Giuseppe gave us two perspectives, my brother. He actually, perspective of the ref and perspective of the gear. When I think about what Giuseppe said here, keepers love to do that because they're highly protected. He probably thought some Arsenal guys stamped him and wanted to just stay on the ground for them to call it, and then, you know, he'll get the ball and he'll get his manual boys to reshape and then kick it out or whatever. Or pass, but when we watch football, we tend to understand that referees really only care if you're ups. 
<laughs> it was basically to put mm. it because that's in the rules. That's, like, that's the rule. Like you're competing against. This is like I said. What was the term I used? Friendly fire. It's like now you're in the army and I'll shoot him. <laughs> you, and I shoot you. You get like. So I'll say this, <laughs> I and I'm not going to repeat myself. If Mr. X from Arsenal match me, and my leg is paining me, and Mr. X from Man you match me, and my leg is paining me. Are you telling me that there's a difference in the pain? No, but no. by the letter of the law, one is a foul. There's a difference it? in the letter of the law and there's a difference in the interpretation okay, so, of the referee. Okay, so <laughs> now what we're going to do is, Giuseppe, I don't know if you are able to, but kindly help me look for this letter of the law you're talking about while we move on to another incident. Because <laughs> this is a bit controversial. My take is that if... I am going to be protected for being injured by my opponent. Then I should be also protected for being injured by my teammate, especially if it was an accident, because I'm injured. <laughs> that is health insane. and safety Inju- coming from injury is injury. No, <laughs> injury is injury. No, no, no. I get your perspective, but, but injury, I mean, no what you're saying injury, is the whole point no, of it Wally, is we are stopping it because the, the room and he's wrong because he's also missing out the context that injury is not always an injury. Yeah, who who, who injured who? Yeah, like no. Okay, I, so who not, injured me? No, it's not, is what not makes what my injury about. an injury. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is that sometimes. Uh, referees know that players embellish. They know exactly. that as a fact. They so that. So they are embellished. Yes. Fully. Okay. Fully. I think that's the point, right? They are embellished. Because that's not the is only that your issue? Is because I was talking to... No, that's not the only reason why okay. it was like, it was also not a foul. They don't give you fouls when your, your own teammate steps on you in the corner. Okay. Sorry. Let me give a scenario. We both go up for a challenge <laughs> to nod a ball, and you nod my head. Yeah, that's you a never head meant injury, to nod my head. Yeah. That's a head injury. They you have to stop my, it. Well, you, maybe you say rib or any other part. Okay, but head, rib, they must stop. Okay, head, they must stop. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. So maybe you punch him in the rib. Uh, okay, kick him in his leg, and he's injured. Uh, let's see if you can get the letter of the law. I think this is hanging. Yeah, so that's what I'm too much minutes. A foul. On this. <laughs> okay, so a foul is basically that the the a foul can be one four. Things. It is committed by a player. It has to be committed by a player. Um, it occurs on the field of play. It has to be in the field of play. Um, it occurs while the ball is in play, and it is committed against an opponent. Okay. Against an opponent. So, so there was be, there would okay. So as Fred did it, there's no way it can be a foul. Yes. Okay. So oh, now oh, we are not talking foul. about foul here. Yeah, we are talking about injury. So the keyword is open ends. We already know that referees the, the, sometimes it's stop injury, games when the injury. And I've seen bad. games stopped for yeah, injuries. When the injuries look bad and the people are like really So De Gea's really injury was not worthy the, of stopping the, the, the game. The referee knew my so mouth was With on a everything cap. you guys are saying here, what I'm seeing clearly is that <laughs> De Gea's error this is this goal was an error by De Gea. I wouldn't uh, call it an it's error. Not an error, but it was preventable. Like, I would say he, something that I would say stop. if he was even able to just look up as a deformed yeah, injury, yeah, you're gonna yeah. say the matter no be the matter yeah. where he didn't say it be. Because he was like <laughs> at the end of the day, we saw him stand up and he was fine. No, he was fine. So why did he because even me, now, I wondered why did because, this guy stay? Because if you think about it, hurts, it logically, like no, think about it. It's painful. And he hurts, yes. Yeah, it it's hurts. painful. So they, we have to also include that. Like it's painful. <laughs> so it's not easy to just. It's say, painful, but trust pain me, away. to these guys, 
They are threshold of pain. Exactly. So this that's why not, we're saying that's not, why we're saying that's not that. an issue for Dea. That's why we're saying that. With everything you guys have said. He was an opponent. Mm. That's why he was That's on why floor. I said the key point in this thing to in these things actually funny enough is the word opponent. First of all in the letter of the law in regards to say based on say 19 minutes it can't click. Second the, the opponent matters in the state of the footballer's mind. I believe three of us here all play football. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There are times where we you know what it's like. Say, yeah. The base don't say we get one minute left. Anybody who don't do my team touch me. I feel just like that rule draw or delay game. Maybe just, just especially, spoil their morale. Especially a, a goalkeeper in his own so box. So that's why I had to agree that you yeah. don't know saying Fred. <laughs> you know, but it's not like a massive error. I'm not angry. angry. It's not, it's not the I'm not angry. Like it, it is what it is. But it's just they're, they're, so De Gea has some question mark. Yeah, on yeah like there's a little bit of complaints. Yeah. Okay. So but I won't give him total blame. Yeah. So here, but there's some culpability. So now next. Um, this goes to you, Giuseppe. Okay. What do you think about Fred's performance? Um, I just think it's typical Fred, man. Like we saw every single type of Fred that we see. We see the one where he gives the ball away, but we see we also see the bravery. The um, that, some, yeah, the like, bravery. Uh, sometimes when he puts it together, you you can see like there's a player in there. You know, he's not. He the keeps same putting as, himself out there. Yeah, you know like, that's one thing with the guy because and, it's yeah. because of who he, like. With think about the partnership that he's in. He is the one. The onus is on him to make things happen. It's not on McTominay because McTominay doesn't step up the same way Fred does. Funny like, enough, McTominay has more Man United goals than Fred. Yeah, but you know that's not. So that's if not you the are only trying measure. to qualify, that's the not boy. the only measure though. So you are talking about the impetus in the game. Yeah, like we? impact on actual like the game state. But ability-wise, I don't even think uh, McTominay actually has the ability to that be, Fred has. Yeah, he doesn't. Even though Fred... clear he doesn't. Uh, so, and Fred is more of an energizer bunny. Yeah. In, yeah. In the form... In, in, yeah, is it? So he, like, he, he's, he's got a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to put, he wants to put his stamp on the game. He like, actually he wants to, do wants to work, give him yeah. an impression. Let exactly. Me he wants to do something yes. that you can see that oh, Funny like, enough, I, yeah, I actually have a soft spot for McTominay because I, I, I like, I like a DM Holding me for that to have a bit of height, but he's not a DM though, or holding he's just a CM. The what is he? What he's the hell is he? Like, he's more of the guy that is just always a box, box. Guy. he's a box, he's a box, he's a box, man. Like, okay, just running up and down. Like, he has a good show on him, he gets yeah, yeah, like, like, he has a good frame. He, he's got a good frame, he's strong, he for can that tackle, position, like, yeah, yeah, he's got hard. So, Scottish boy, but the thing is, he, he wants he, to get dirty, he's not confident <laughs> in his technique enough to have like, yeah, he's not confident enough to like properly, properly put himself out there, like, try and take this. Like, if you always see him, he's always in the shadow of the opponent where it's harder to pass him the ball I said yeah. this before yeah, yeah. So he he's say. not willing to be that yeah, guy that says exa- give me the exactly, ball in the whole position exactly. he's not willing to be the guy that is <clears> you're talking about pass. you're talking about Scott right yeah Scott whereas Fred is Fred will be that guy yeah, that's, why, that's, that's why you can't insult Fred because yeah. he's fearless he has a good like, point he's yeah. very very he's going to try these things that's Whether why I like it. Talk shit or no, he's gonna try this. Yeah, look at the assist for Bruno. You know, he was yeah, fantastic. He was stuff, basically man. falling down. Fantastic. Stuff. And he just used his left to. I, I like. I like his off ball movement. Like, like yeah. just the impetus to just run. The into reason. The, the thing is, the box yeah. and, and it's pressing. My, yeah. my older brother, my mom support Manchester United, so I, I get to watch the games occasionally. But this season, I wouldn't really say I watched United, but I watched two games: the Chelsea game. I watched the Chelsea game, the full game, mm-hmm. and actually what the Arsenal United game, the full game. Mm-hmm. And if there's anything I'll tell you about Fred, that guy has heart. Yeah, he's a he fighter. 
And yeah. one thing about me, any football team I play on, I need one guy like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it has to be Fred or in the DM yeah, or any position. Yeah. I need one guy like that. You definitely and bro, has like spirit. Look at Luis, like, yo, look at Luis Suarez. In every position, is a player like that. Man, that, is that guy is a dog. He's a terrorist. Yeah, He's a bomber. Okay, so let's uh, <laughs> let's let's um, move on now to a little bit on us now. So uh, Alfred, just quickly tell us, okay, what what do you see as your positives? From the, the Arsenal performance, from the Arsenal performance yesterday, if any, and um, generally oh, for the season, um, what what's your just give us uh, in in a couple of, of minutes, yeah. you know, tell us the uh, match yesterday and the season generally. Okay, um, the ma yeah, the match yesterday, I think it, it highlights um, there's a more need of a game control and uh, game management. Um, I've always been a fan of Arteta, but like I said, he's driving with the L. He's he's still learning. He was only a assistant coach. He's never had a full gig, but he shows promise. So I think from that game, I think man management and a little bit of be be better decision making. Like I, I know, like he likes Nuno Tavares. I've seen that he's the kind of guy that he wants his players to pray through bad form or bad decisions. It's okay mm. to do that once, but then they, they have to be big game players. Um, Kieran, you, you're not going to pull over the experience of Kieran Tierney to Nuno Tavares, who didn't play that many games in Benfica in the Portuguese league. Sorry mm. to say. He should have started KT. KT would have been more disciplined and controlled the game in the wing back position better because his position got exposed a lot. Mm. Uh, um, Arsenal, you said Arsenal, the whole season of Arsenal. Um, I mean, I always need to say that I feel like Ateta has a vision, but it's not clear. I think this season is a bit clear. And also, I hate to say this Joel and B thing, but Arsenal is actually a processing now. If you're a, if you're a realistic football fan, I mean, it was a time when we always trust the process. It was a time when we were always I'm getting there, Giuseppe. It was a time when we always to say as an Arsenal fan, next is the next year, everybody should laugh at us. <laughs> now it's actually talking to the process. Why? The decent players, but the average age of the decent players. Now this is why I said Giuseppe was second is because like even me as a dad Arsenal fan look I'm an Arsenal fan I'm not London boy this is all I know like when Arsenal win people on my road wear their jersey and they kiss the badge like you get that's mm. how much I care about my club mm. before I get home that's what I get you get what I'm saying when Arsenal win so the thing is a lot of the good Arsenal fans are aware that Ateta knows what he's doing even though like one show because you can't tell me Elnini is better than Lucas Torreira or Gonduzi but then every coach wants to stamp his authority, wants to stamp his prints. Attitude to... is everything, though. It's everything. And Ateta is yeah. that. Attitude is everything. So you're sounding quite positive. I like Ateta. And you are sticking with the man. Yeah, I mean, it's, not, it's definitely not an Ole situation. It's not. No, I think ah, he's a better coach I don't, I don't know that it's definitely. Yeah, he's definitely a better coach than Ole, though, bro. Yeah, Ole was severely under. But, under. but you need to understand, Ole had better tools. Yeah, exactly. Ateta has average players with high ceilings. A lot of Arsenal fans will say that. I will say that. Who has I, the high I, ceilings? Bro. Apart from Saka. Uh, Smith Rowe doesn't have a high ceiling. Now you're having a bubble. It's, yeah, it's pretty high. It's okay. Saka has a high ceiling. Okay. Okay. So I'll just, because we need to move on, I'll just help you wrap this up by saying, I see also a lot of promise in us now, but it's not now. It's it's also it also needs a lot of investment. You know, we need to still start a DM and a striker. Definitely. Alfred, Arsenal fans, do not be delusional. You need a few signings to move forward. DM Okay. So now speaking of signings, the biggest signing of the summer as far as I'm concerned was the greatest. Goal scorer 
I have seen with my own two eyes play. And um, his name is Cristiano Ronaldo. So, Giuseppe, I want to put something to you now. Tell me, speak about Ronaldo's 800th goal that he scored, his performance in the Arsenal match, and then generally the whole Ballon d'Or um, debacle, will I call it? <laughs> Fiasco, debacle. Fiasco, if you um. say that, Alfred. <laughs> Let's let's have your your say, okay, Alfred. Okay, just really quick. Oh, Alfred, okay. okay. Sorry, I'm just happy. My bad. After, <laughs> after you, Alika, go. Yeah, I'm the guest. That's really last. quick. Um, <laughs> so the 800 goals is insane. Um, like that amount of goals is just crazy. That's why Ronaldo and Messi are just in a class of their own. They're just amazing. Um, there's not really much more that I can say that you don't already think. 800 goals is. Think about it. Like, look at his Madrid goals goes to game ratio. I think he's got 431 games, 450 goals. Like, bro, Juventus, his numbers are crazy. A cyborg. United, his numbers are crazy. He's a robot. Portugal, his numbers are crazy. He's a robot. He's just, he is what he is, man. Um, just on the Ballon d'Or, Lewandowski should have won. I don't know why they didn't just give him 2020. I do not understand why they didn't just give that. He got mugged, didn't he? Messi, Messi winning it this year. Uh, it's Messi, so I'm like, whatever, it's fine. But I don't really think he should have won it. I think Leo should have won it this year as well. I think he's been a cut above everyone else. Um, and we should reward him for being that player. Um, we have to start thinking, we have to start uh, acknowledging the fact that uh, Messi and Ronaldo are, you know, they're older players. In, even though they're still right at the top, they're not the only ones there anymore. They've fallen back into the pack. They're on the decline. Yeah. You know, whereas, you know, Gaskia, <clears throat> most of their careers, they say been, these guys are on the decline. Yeah, man. <laughs> and we have to accept him. Ronaldo is about to turn 37. Ronaldo, Ronaldo is, is fine wine, you know, but, yeah, but like, speed is his speed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but on his overall performance against Arsenal, you know, he, he loved he did, that game. He, he did, yeah. United, boy. 27 <laughs> pressures, 27 he loved that pressures, game. which is the most, game. <laughs> the most um, pressing he's done in a, whole, in a game this whole season. Imagine um, the bug. He loves two games. You know, <laughs> he two does love Arsenal. That was a Mayu boy. That's a game he, he knows. He, he means it's something he to knows, him. Arsenal are whipping boys, man. They always just that, so, Giuseppe, definitely, <laughs> definitely he's, he's the good signing, right? I wouldn't say uh, that. No. If you signed Not him at now. the DM, it would have been... When we signed him first, yes. But right now... So you would have rather we signed a DM of some other extraction? Yes. yes Could you name that person? Um, of the of a few future many. I would have liked... I would have loved if we signed... Um, Maybe play Van der Beek. But he's Van der Beek is not a DM. Not a DM. Now, and Van der Beek is just like put tissue paper off and use it for menstrual period. Oh, it's <laughs> just a waste. He can't handle the work. He can't absorb. He can't absorb it. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, you guys. Please don't don't sanction me. Okay. Yeah. So I, as far as I'm concerned. A DM that is of that level, I don't really. I don't, I maybe my scouting, yeah, maybe my. Semi, you know, that I would have even, even taken rice, by that the way. Declan Rice. I would have taken overpriced. I'm not sure Declan Rice is you that pay, price. You paid 80 million pounds for Sancho and then he's coming and running and then just. I mean, we paid 80 million pounds for Harry Maguire and like, look at him now. No, that was a steal. Leicester, Leicester, Leicester robbed you guys. Yeah, no, you didn't rob them. They robbed you. Okay, Leicester robbed us, but you have to. This robbery was not pretty much a daylight robbery. We could see that we were being robbed. So yeah. But it's not like a, I think this is for another episode. Man, you like being robbed. If you know, you know. If you're a good man, you're fine. Jemba, Jemba, baby. You guys are like, I have the money to get. too yeah. much money. Okay. okay. Take the piss. Just never, so, never stopped us from gameplay. Alfred, right, so. let me hear from you. The Ballon d'Or. 
Yeah, I think quickly. I think I think Rob Lau really deserved it. I think it's actually embarrassing for them to create a new award about a yeah. striker and then give that as a compensation. When they don't have awards mm, for any other position. That's a compensation. Like, that? like you don't have an award for best midfielder, yeah. best defender. So you know you're gonna shank him and give it to your poster boy Messi. So why are you gonna tell Messi boy. if you don't give him? That's the what thing. are you going that's to tell him? That's why I'm like, whatever. It's Messi. We have to just. What are you going Messi. to tell Messi if you don't give him? Messi. The only thing that makes me even feel bad for Messi, not bad or like sympathize, is that people always shit on him for his lack of performance for Argentina. Argentina. He's the good. And now he now carried Argentina. He's the good. So now, that, 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 that is the reason why you see is the concept of he's the good. Mm. We just have to accept it. One way or the other. Objective. Nah, the you guys the can't deny that. He's the good. Messi still deserved it. Messi is Messi. Regardless so, of the fact that Lewa deserved it. it, Messi deserved it as well, right? Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm hearing that. Or for Argentina. Or as a whole. As a whole, obviously you don't. Uh, like you can't be angry at Messi winning the Ballon d'Or. I'm just angry. I just feel Rob Robelo just Rob got mugged. Yeah, he did. And I'm going to say any you're platform, get mugged you got mugged by someone. <laughs> you, got mugged. you better get mugged by Messi. Yeah, like it is yeah, what it is. True talk. Okay, so jumping right into something that is now dominating the whole era now is Man United. Sorry, we have a new coach. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm so excited, man! I can't and Giuseppe. I want to hear from you. Let me say. Let me tell you why I'm excited. What are you so, expecting from I'm Ralph? Not, I'm not expecting that much, but what I'm ex- expecting is that these guys are going to be coached in a coherent system, in, in a way that you can tell that the coaches looked at the team in a bird's eye view, and they, you said, "Okay, this is how we have to play in order for us to do well." And these are the automations that these guys are going to have to exhibit for us to do well on a consistent basis. Because he's already said that he's looking to make the, the team a lot more solid and balanced, right? Um, and I, I've seen his, his his track record. I remember watching um, Leipzig in 18-19 when Werner was still there and he was popping goals. Like, the, that team was nice. They were so good defensively. Um, they were so aggressive, which is exactly what I want to see. Like, I want to see pressing. I want to see modern tactics. You know what I mean? So, and we haven't had that in a long time. So that's why I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, so I don't think I've relied on yeah. the wings for way too long. Did, did we ever have? Modern, did we ever have pressing and modern tactics? Never. No, 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 but um, Fergie was he was modern in his in his approach that he he number one he didn't he wasn't the only voice that the players were hearing. Number one, he he always refreshed it. And number two, he allowed players to play with freedom within um, a set of principles that we always return to, which is you know be defensively sound and try and hit them really quickly. Right. And football back then wasn't as complicated as complex as it is right now in that um, right now it's a lot of tactical battles because you have to break down teams and teams are always well drilled. So you need someone that is thinking about, okay, how can I do this on a consistent basis and how can I put my my players in the best position to um, actually show their freedom, show their, their star power which I think is what Ragnik is going to do. But I'm not saying that we're going to do anything amazing. I just think that it's a good step in in uh, the right step. It's like it's, it's a good step forward for the club because they're bringing a football expert to actually, um, you know, tell us how to, you know, run our football team. Okay. So I'm ex- excited about the two years after he's going to be coaching as well. So I just think it's going to be great. Okay, so your take on this is that Ragnik is going to be a net positive. And yes. Do you think we can win the trophy? Um... I think if we hit the ground, if we solve our defensive issues, then yes. Because once you solve your defensive issues, it allows you to beat any team on your day, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, I think we could win a trophy. I don't know which trophy that would be, but I think it's possible. Okay, so let me hear from Alfred now. I don't know if you know anything about Ralph Ranick, but he used to be the coach of Schalke. He used to be the sporting director of Red Bull. 
He used to be also coach of um, Hoffenheim. Mm-hmm. And these are teams that have transformed, you know, from lower levels to, you know, basically top level machines top level in German teams, football. Yeah. And um, in football tactics, generally now, German coaches are... They're the ones, man. They are the rave right now. You know, they are doing things. Last Time Champions League, last, last few Champions Leagues were won by Germans. Yeah. Um, Germany won World Cup not long ago. They have excellent um, academies and coaching and training. So, Alfred, quick one. Are you um, dreading a Man United under Ralph Rangnick? I, I wouldn't say I'm dreading it, but I I would think like for the sake of my mom and United, <laughs> United are the right direction with the German. I mean, Germans are known for one thing and one thing only efficiency. So you're going to get a guy who knows what he wants, a good training regime, and definitely going to demand output for his boys. And if you are not delivering, you're out you're the door. You're chopping it, mate. You got to put it on the well, work effort. The proof of the pudding is in the eating. So um, as we round up, um, a lovely conversation with these amazing guys. Um, Giuseppe, could you just tell us the big games that we are expecting before the end of the year? Oh, and yeah. um, games that we can look forward to the elite leaderboard yes, in sir. the love yeah. football. Love football, man. Okay, I'll go by I'll go by um by league. Um so in the Prem, we have Arsenal Everton this weekend. We have Leicester Spurs. Mm. Bad game. That's a big Spurs, one. Spurs Liverpool. Leicester Spurs. Hmm. We, have, we have City Leicester. Hmm. And then we have Leicester Liverpool. Wow, so Leicester, Leicester have, yeah, Leicester are in trouble. <laughs> Bro, they are I, dropping I, I know I heard Leicester like four times. <laughs> oh, I was like, Leicester are in trouble. Maybe like Brendan Rodgers would have been sacked by. Bro, <laughs> Bro if okay, he then sack, in Spain we have Madrid Atleti. That's really the only big game we have. With this Barcelona also sooner as well, also and soon, Barcelona yeah. so Espanol. But like, it's not big, Luka like big, 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 big. Mm-hmm. In Germany we have Dortmund Bayern this weekend, and okay. then obviously you know German teams Dortmund, have a win- Bayern this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. German teams have a winter break, so they're finishing yeah, quite yeah, early, like December cool. 19th. Mm. Then Italy. Italy, we have Inter Roma. We have Let's Napoli, go. Atalanta. My next mm. We have AC Napoli. Oh, Napoli, have, Atalanta, yeah, attacking bro. football. Sweet. We have Milan, Roma. Mm. So it's a lot of big games. No there Inter as well. big games? Nice. No, it's, it's rest. Yeah, no, Inter has Roma, man. Oh, my Inter days. Roma, yeah. yeah. Right. So, so that's, that's, that's a lot of games in big, um, games, big leagues, and um, all of them are going to be on the Love Football platform. Yes, so you nice. can create contests to play with your friends. Nobody will see the contest between mm-hmm. you and your friend. You create it, you send the link to your friend, you mm-hmm. send the code, and you guys play. Or you can enter into ready made contests on the platform. Numerous contest based on these matches with different entry fees and different winnings. Well, you so, can win, man. Yeah. I've um, a few times. You Giuseppe, can win. but Giuseppe has been on the bottom rung of the, Once. For one week. Can I just... Oh, three weeks before. <laughs> every week before. Three can, for three straight weeks I've won. So definitely... Three straight weeks I've won. I think Giuseppe is the guy I go for the... Bro, you, Giuseppe, you, you, you have some things to prove. You should um, see my wallet, man. My wallet is full of money because I, I leave my money in for these games because like I'm going to win yes <laughs> okay win, win, okay win. so alright so, so nice enjoy, one I, as many games I, I look forward to Giuseppe seeing you in these games and actually seeing you win finally you'll, you'll see it mm-hmm. I don't know why you're acting like Giuseppe, it's just <laughs> Giuseppe has enough for you to spread the cash on various <laughs> games but, but Alfred also you know, we are looking forward to seeing you also. You gotta join us. Yeah, yeah man. You gotta I, join us. I've signed up. I need to play, man. Yeah, you need to I play. I love the initiative. It's, it's really, really, You need really to play. Dope. 
Yeah, Fun, so um, it's been an amazing time with you guys. Amazing pleasure, guys. Pleasure, and so I just want to end by saying that the winner of the contest for yesterday, the person that actually won him the winning points was, guess who? Who? You? Fred. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Shout out to Fred. Yeah, man. Like I'm Fred, Rico, Rico. Shout out to Tele. I'm sure you guys don't show Shout Fred out to Love man. Football. Miss Shout out to Akifemi on Odile. Shout out to Face Peace. Shout Let's out go. to Pro. Let's go. One love. Let's go. We out. Yo, Peace. Love Football, baby. Peace.